Welcome to Chronicles of a Hostelite, where broke backpacking meets digital nomading. This podcast is for anyone obsessed with long-term travel. Michaela and guests will share travel stories, destination recaps, and the ins and outs of backpacker culture. Most importantly, there will be real talk on what it's actually like solo traveling as a female, living out of a backpack for an extended period of time, and working remote from all over the world. Listen along. All right, episode two. (laughs) I'm here with Erin, my cousin. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing well, Michaela. Thanks, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be guest. I had to have you on for the first official episode because all of our travel stuff, I feel like, started together. Well, no, it really did. Like growing up, going to New Hampshire and Alice Hall, like small family trips, but and then our actual start with Costa Rica. Costa Rica was the first. Uh, trip that we did remote working on and staying in hostels too I think I do too but well maybe abroad but that's what I was thinking but yeah this was definitely a big trip for us uh, and what were you doing I guess leading up to this trip what was kind of your job and if you want to go through some of your travel history and stuff before like studying abroad so grew up like traveling around the U.S. mostly um with my family um yeah I've been to like 42 states or something like that um a couple cross-country road trips um but yeah I didn't start internationally traveling until I studied abroad in Hong Kong um and got to like eight or nine countries in Asia during that um eight or nine yeah (laughs) yeah a lot of Southeast Asia Vietnam Cambodia Thailand Taiwan um Singapore Korea yeah how many Um, countries do you think you've been to now like 25 maybe I don't know okay yeah um and then had been to Costa Rica a couple times um through school and from like visiting our aunt um who has a house down there and stays down there regularly but right that was pretty much it. I did the Camino in Spain, um, the Camino de Santiago trek with a friend from college. And that was before Costa Rica. That was before Costa Rica. So the two Costa Rica trips you did before, one, how old were you on the first one? Like 10. Okay, yeah. So that was a really long time ago. Yeah. And then did one in college that was like an immersion program and they just took us all around like some of the places that we wouldn't travel to, like San Jose, um, we went to like the Panama border and did like a homestay um, and went to Manuel Antonio. Um, yeah, that like Southern West Coast and the center. Oh, okay. Like on the Pacific side. Yeah. And we were in a homestay and me and this one girl, everyone was like, there was one good Spanish speaker and one bad one in a pairing. And this girl and I were both like, we're medium, like we'll be perfect together. This will be great. And then we get in the house and she does not speak like any Spanish. (laughs) And so we just cannot communicate with this lady. So we like sing, we start singing like the songs that we learned in elementary school, like chocolate, chocolate, butter. She was very entertained with us, but it was very, 
difficult for like three days of not being able to communicate. (laughs) (laughs) My Spanish is always better in my head to myself. And then when I'm actually put in those situations, I just suck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I dream in Spanish and I'm like, I'm fluent. Wow. Okay. So you did a lot in Costa Rica. And I think that's probably why we had picked it. I think we originally wanted to go to Hawaii though. Yeah. Well, because of COVID, it was hard to really go anywhere. And so Hawaii was within the US and then Costa Rica, we could have stayed at our aunt's. Which And it was easier to travel to Costa Rica at the time. Yeah. You just like needed insurance, I think um and what were we were both working remote what were you doing at the time oh yeah um I was working as a software engineer um just for like a big corporation um I did tell them I was going down they just like have to approve you like put in where you're going um and then they approve it I didn't <laughs> yeah so they did know I was going and yeah you can do like small trips like that okay um, okay so yeah and the time difference was only like an hour so easy to work yeah super easy to work from there I remember not telling my boss and I don't know why because it was I worked for a travel agency at the time too yeah. So it's like they so would have been okay with it. Yours was but so stressful. I was so stressed because out. of not telling. Yeah. I remember I had the one Zoom and I stood like in the bathroom or something. Because <laughs> so many noises outside too. Yeah. No, and the Wi-Fi going out like regularly. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess we can run through sort of like what we did. We were there for a week and a half. And we flew into Liberia and then first went to La Fortuna. Mm-hmm. We rented a car. Do you remember much about La Fortuna? <laughs> Honestly, not really. What did we do when we were there? We, okay, so we rented a car, drove there. I know we stayed at the Selena. And the first memory I have is us walking into the hostel dorm room with our masks on. And like no one had their masks on. Oh wait, and it was it was like the party. They had yeah. the hostel that had the pool. Yeah. It was like we had gone from the US where like COVID was so serious to like this party. Yeah. And that's where I met the um rafting guide. Oh my god. Who was like, you should come rafting at 9 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> and so of course we were like, yeah, sure. Um, and that's how we found our rafting guide. I forgot about that. Oh my god, he was the best. And we also ran into that that weird boulder man. Oh, the like medicine man? I don't know. Medicine man. <laughs> like was saying the weirdest things to me that night. He was remember, like he made me close my eyes and then <laughs> he was like reading our fortunes or reading our our palms. And he was trying to like move energy around me. But like with my eyes closed and he was like, do you feel the energy? <laughs> well, and everything he was saying about one of us was right. I think it was you. And then he went to the other and it was like completely wrong. Yeah, we were like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But when we went to like the following weekend in Tamarindo, remember we ran into him again, like walking yeah. across the street. Yeah, it was so yeah. no, different place. I ran into him. But yeah, that was a quick part of the trip because I just mostly remember driving and we were only there. We only got to do that one activity. We didn't get to do the volcano or anything. No, we didn't. So yeah, the next morning then we went to went whitewater rafting, which was like so good. I would have I would do that again in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. No, our guides were awesome, like trying to throw us out of the <laughs> we kept falling out. Yeah. <laughs> which the- doesn't normally happen rafting, but 
Yeah. I think I was the first to fall out. I fell out so many times. It's so funny how those guys just like hang around the hostels trying, like he came up to us and I think we thought like, oh, this guy thinks we're cute or something, wants to talk to us. Like he's just trying to sell spot on the raft. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. We were so naive our first trip. I know so much better now than I did then. Like I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um okay then we went to drop the car off in Liberia got picked up by a shuttle Mm -hmm. they have like tons of different shuttle companies in Costa Rica that area of Costa Rica is kind of hard to get around like yeah public transportation is not great and that yeah the buses are eh. but a lot of people do the shuttles and so a lot of times if you book one the price goes down because other people are doing it. Right. If it's like a shared shuttle, especially the main areas. But I forget if ours was shared or not. It wasn't because COVID. Oh, they weren't allowing it. Yeah. Yeah. So the unfortunate thing about Costa Rica is that it's like really expensive though. And I remember yeah. all those private shuttles are expensive. Um, yeah. Costa Rica is so expensive, honestly, compared to the other countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah, my friend and I just did all of South America and Costa Rica was so expensive. That was like the end of our trip. But we were like, we have to leave. We can't afford this. Exactly. Okay. And we'll obviously have you on because I want you guys to talk about the rest of your trip because Aaron did a lot of traveling recently. Um, But let's talk about Nosara, which was such a fun week. So that was our like home base for our whole Monday through Friday kind of like work week. Yeah. And we're saying Nosara, but it's Playa Guiones is the specific. Nosara is like, I think the larger area. Okay. Yeah. So Playa Guiones, little town, dirt roads. So cute. It's probably going to change though in a few years. Yeah. Be way more toasty. So I'm glad we found it at this point. Yeah, even like growing up and going with Aunt Annie, like there used to be so many more monkeys and animals. Yeah. Now because of all the construction, like a lot of the animals have left, Um, but still really small and cute. Now it's filled with tons of houses, I feel like on that main road, but then also a lot of restaurants. Yeah, yeah. And Howlers didn't exist. Oh my gosh, Howlers. Yeah, the Gilded Guano looked so different. It like wasn't the nice hotel that it is now, but we had a great spot which was because our aunt goes there pretty often and she found the place I guess through her friends years ago yeah like 20 years ago and yeah it's like a super famous surf place or is it just a good surf place I don't know I don't know (laughs) um and what did we get up to there a lot of surfing yeah no that was we I just remember going there like in the middle of winter in Boston and the pandemic and going there and like surfing, waking up and like either going for a walk on the beach or surfing. And we'd see like all the town. That was like the really fun part about Playa Guiones was we were there for like 10 days or so and it's not very big. And so you like see the same people everywhere, which by the end turned, <laughs> turned into a problem. From the beginning, that was, that was really fun seeing all the people that we like, yeah, we would go to the restaurants and the employees there, we'd see out surfing. And <laughs> like the first half of the week, it was so fun. We felt like a local. The second half of the week, we were like, I don't want to see these people because we've been ourselves. 
probably yeah. couple times. Yeah. After one weekend, it's like, oh, I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> it's so easy to become like the village idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. I think our like craziness of that week started on Thursday, I remember, because we went out to that little food truck area. There's like one portion of the main of the town that just has a few food trucks. And like for some reason on Thursdays, I don't know, it could be different now, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was like everyone would go there to the hang out by the food trucks and just like kind of in the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just started chatting up. Actually, we didn't start chatting. No. They, yeah. We yeah. were we were just sitting down trying to enjoy our dinner. And it was like food trucks. And so when they call your number, these guys were like, went up to get it for us. And we're like, we can get it. It's fine. Like, I don't know, just pushing it off, pushing it off. And then finally, after a couple of times, we were like, okay, whatever. Like, come sit at our table. We'll chat. And it was surf instructors. Yeah. Instructors. yeah. So our two night and shopping hours. Here to grab our dinner for us. And then, like, so many, like, other um, travelers or, like, yeah, young people traveling came later and we... Well, we wanted to talk. There were a ton of other backpackers, like, all those guys from England and stuff. And yeah, we had, like, a random connection with one of them. I, right? Did it... Yeah, I think so. That's, like, a stretch for my brain to remember <laughs> that. But then I remember you took a picture of... You guys took a picture together. Yeah, yeah, we did. I don't remember. It was yeah, we had a mutual. I think because we looked, he we like looked each other up on Instagram. We had a mutual person, and then we like messed up. Was okay. Yeah, yeah, we were there for a minute, and then we like went to get beers across the street, and then it turned into like the locals being like, "Oh, let's ride our ATVs to the beach (laughs) and have a bonfire." Because in Osara, that's just like the classic thing to do, I guess, is go yeah. to the beach after the bars close. Um, that was like the first time I rode on the back of a motorcycle. <laughs> it wasn't that long of a distance, so it wasn't that cool. Wait, I think I had to walk. I think you rode. <laughs> didn't I have to walk? Because <laughs> the guy I was talking to didn't have one. And the guy that I had to end up talking to because I'm a good cousin had one and wanted me to ride on the back of it and I was like no no like I want to walk with Aaron (laughs) and so I remember getting on the motorcycle and riding off and just looking back at you and like stretching my arm out and being like Aaron no (laughs) did not want to go just all like yeah that was later but just the sunsets in Pagiones like everyone in the whole town that was like our favorite part the sunsets there are some of the best yeah, like picking up drinks to go from Howlers and then sitting on the beach. Oh my god, yeah. And all the dogs. The dogs and the people still like surfing, just coming in. We would go swimming too at sunset, which was fun because that was like yeah. after right after work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that next day I had booked a surf lesson early in the morning. I well I had booked it that day so I remember that night we had been like going out drinking hanging out with our new surfer friend and then the next morning remember we woke up I had to wake up for like a 7 a.m surf lesson was that that day yeah I think it was probably I don't really remember probably oh my god yeah 
Ugh, I remember being so hungover, <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. I'm in Costa Rica. I'm going to go. Um, and then when I came back from my surf lesson, that's when <laughs> you told me the news. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, cause we like had been hanging out with those guys and there's like just some sketchy stuff going on. Like, I think I asked for like the num- his number and he was like, oh no, like I'll find you. And we were like, what is that? Like you'll find us. Little did we know this town is so small. Anyone can find you any time of day. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And like I eventually looked him up on like Facebook or something and found out that he was engaged. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally engaged, which was such a bummer because like he was really nice. And wasn't he like one of the best longboarders or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when in Costa Rica. Uh what a time. No, that actually. Nosara, there's one song that reminds me of Nosara. Do you remember what song it is? I was gonna do. I know I want to leave, but I gotta stay. Wait. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I don't want to leave. I gotta leave. I don't want to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That reminds me of Tamarindo for some reason, but Lucy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Dominic remix, fantastic song. Such a good song. Yeah, we just like make those um rum and tonics with lime in the house. And like drink on the porch. Yes. And then Friday, we got in another shuttle because that's the only option we really had. And we headed off to Tamarindo because it was Friday. So we were going to Tamarindo for the weekend. I think we kind of figured that part of the trip out later on. Yeah, we th- we th- were thinking we would go there and then, but then we're, we were like asking around while we were down there and, but all the surf instructors were like, Tamagringo, like, of course you want to go there. <laughs> yeah, that's like the classic spot so for backpackers. So party, whatever. Yeah. We had a great time though. We stayed at La Oveja Negra, which I think was like supposed to be one of the, it's one of the more popular hostels. I think it, it was a good hostel. I it thought. was really good. Yeah, they had like pool tables and a really good bar, live music. Yeah, like good outdoor space. We like had a room with like two beds, like not yeah. even. Yeah, I, remember I don't that. even think they had dorms there. It was all private rooms, right? Yeah, yeah. And our room was like thirty dollars, which like split, or I don't remember how much it was. Not terrible for a private room, which is not that bad. And our roomies, which were our friends that we ended up meeting, well. We, the Hinge Boys. Yes. We yeah. had met them because I had met them via Hinge. <laughs> well, one of them. And then they actually ended up staying at the hostel because I told them we were staying there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they were there first. And so I remember like getting off that shuttle. I don't know. I forgot how long it was, like five, four or five hours, I think. And just being like, we were late to the game. Like it was late at night. There was bad traffic getting into the right now. Yeah. And we get out of it and then we start walking into the hostel and they're like, we like recognize them. Like we, they're like the first people we see when we walk in uh, and we like look so scrubby and I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> it was so awkward. And we just walked past them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought we waved at them or something, but I don't yeah. remember. Anyways, um, yeah, and then we like got a drink, and then in Tamarindo they have like parties on the beach every day. Right. We went. I think by that time, so we went out with them, which was fun. They were like two guys from the U.S. too, so it was nice to be with like people from home. I think. 
yeah especially after our last few days and yeah exactly the locals <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> like save us um but that at that point it was COVID, obviously so the bars closed early but then I guess in Tamarindo everyone would just go to the beach after the bars closed but it wasn't like Nosara where they would go have like a wholesome bonfire it was like people would go to the beach bring all their alcohol and like there were guys walking around selling drugs and it was like if remember how crazy I feel like it was so crazy it was so crazy yeah no there were so many people out on the beach there was yeah. like people getting in fight I remember someone and, like people stealing stuff someone was getting arrested yeah yeah and people would like put take their clothes off to go in the water and like leave their wallet and stuff and then it would get stolen we didn't do that we're smarter than that yeah we had we left one of the guys by himself <laughs> almost leaked his name <laughs> um I okay so that was that night the next morning pretty sure we just kind of took it chill but then we like laid tanned all day how would you describe tamarindo I just feel like people some people love it and some people hate it there are like a lot of tourists yeah it, it but it's fun it is fun but it's more like grungy I feel like yeah maybe the town itself but the beaches are pretty and like the beaches have like people selling things on true. Them, which like in other parts of Costa Rica you don't see that as much true I think and- we can get more outside of the town town than it's really because there are like super nice hotels around there yeah like Playa Con- Con- Concha or something Concha yeah yeah up there's where like all the nice hotels are right but I think a lot of people had experience like that there. I'm not really sure. We had a fine experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that night we went out again with them and we just went, I don't know. We were like getting party tips at different places and ended up going to some random. Oh, yeah. We went to a bar. Yeah. We like stopped by a skateboard park and like the kids gave us their skateboards to ride <laughs> yeah we like fell into the p- little pool thing that <laughs> we were playing that game um odds odds yeah solid game and then it was like a rooftop bar and we were just like dancing and then you like wanted to get behind the dj booth and i kind of got in trouble i think <laughs> yeah classic oh gosh and then the next morning we went horseback riding which was rough. <laughs> that was so fun. It was so fun. So we grew up like riding horses. And so obviously wanted to gallop on the beach. And our guide was like, sure, like if you guys know how, sure. <laughs> um, we knew how. The horses didn't know how because Michaela's tripped in the sand and fell. <laughs> So she she fell off the horse but only because the horse fell the horse literally ate shit like not not even exaggerating the horse fell on its face and i then fell off too (laughs) before that it was going great your horse had like some spunk you were going my horse was whipping it he was so fast mine was just really tired i think he had been those horses that do those like beach rides i feel like they just get ridden too much and then Mine was on its last leg, and then its last leg gave out. Yeah. Well, and just, like, for context, like, that was, like, $50 each. And in Ecuador, we went riding for, like, six hours, and it was $25. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy, because I was just thinking I went riding 
in somewhere else recently and it was a hundred dollars like some places are really expensive yeah but twenty dollars 25 for like an entire day ride that's actually it was crazy I need to go there that was quite the ride but that was my favorite of all the rides we've done like every time we go traveling we always have to like Aaron said we have to get on a horse somewhere that was by far my favorite even though I felt like myself and the horse were fine but yeah, it was like, it was very soft. It was like a slow motion. It was slow motion. <laughs> into the sand. <laughs> Wait, also, Mikhail, we forgot um, the, how we booked this horseback ride. Oh my God, tell them, tell them. Um, well, we, how did forget how we found them? Maybe online? I think so. And I was like emailing back and forth with this guy and we wanted, we really wanted it to be like, not just a walk on the beach where someone like holds the um brains for you those yeah and so I like kind of mentioned that in the email and wait should I just read this email read the email (laughs) subject line horseback riding Tim Rando and Conchal snorkel hello Aaron three exclamation points nice to hear from you okay you are in Tamarindo or what area question mark question mark I will make your dreams come true exclamation point we have nice horses you can gallop on the beach yeah baby you need transportation please let me know in advance (laughs) my favorite line is yeah baby you need yeah baby you need transportation i'll make your dreams come true like okay language barrier maybe a little bit but also like best ever yeah we were laughing that whole trip that was such a fun trip um okay if you had to do anything differently looking back at our trip is there anything you would change like I know we've been back and like done all the different things but like if you were to do La Fortuna Plagionis Tamarind again I would have you've gone back to La Fortuna but I like wish I would have been there longer like we didn't really get to do that much I felt like the rafting was really fun but that was really our only activity and there's so much more that La Fortuna offers so I wish we would have done that more yeah that makes sense it's pretty cool mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if I would change anything yeah. else I feel like it was such a good a little intro to working remote and traveling yeah and playing Giones, I think I'm glad you were there like it's such a fun place with somebody else I don't think it's a good like solo travel place that's a good point like it's not very backpacker friendly there's only one hostel the Selena there was a, another one but it's closed and the Selena, like, just for context, is a 30-minute walk from town, like, down that, or up that main road, up a main road, a big, like, paved road. And when you walk on the road, there's just, like, it's a busy road, so it's kind of, like, scary to walk on. And you would need, like, a motorcycle or an ATV or something. So, um, okay, wait, there were two other, like, travel fails that I wrote down that I wanted to add in. Okay. <laughs> Remember when you lost your credit card? Yes. And then you had to pay for me all of Tamarindo with your debit card. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I felt so bad. And I thought it was gone for good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to like Michaela's gonna have to pay for me this entire time. I don't know why I didn't have more credit cards back then. Um, or like what happened, but losing one was devastating. Um, but then when we got picked up by the shuttle, he like gave me a little the shuttle like back or from Tamarindo back to Playing Guiones. The man was like, oh, by the way, you forgot this and hands me an envelope and it had my credit card in it. And I was shocked. Yeah, that was so nice of him. You got so lucky. Yeah. The other one was it La Oveja Negra. 
this is probably a bad thing to add, but there was a rat in our room and it was nasty. I might cut that out, but. <laughs> well, and wait, the other part of that was that it was the two guys and you in one room. And I was like, I've had enough. I'm going I'm going to go to the other room. And then one of the guys knocks on the door and is like, there's a rat in the other room. Like, can I come hang out with you? What a fun, what a fun weekend. But honestly, that's like not, not common in hostels. I I always see the hostel I just was staying at in, I actually don't know if I've told you this. The hostel I lived in Cape Town the past like few months was cockroachy, like really cockroachy. Ew. Yeah. Wait, in Bocas? The Selena, Courtney had a private room and it had rats in the air conditioning unit and they would run around at night and oh. we, t- we told the hostel and they were like, oh, we'll give you a new room. And the next day there were people in that room and we we're like, honestly, you got the mice out of there. It's so small. Oh my God, nasty. <laughs> no, that's gross. Yep. Yep. I, I would take a rat over a cockroach though. I don't know. Both are a little weird. Um. Okay, wait, Erin, there's one other thing that I wanted to add. I should have looked up my DMs from the surfer boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, those were so funny. Oh, basically this, like, (laughs) surfer boy was obsessed with Michaela. He like, acknowledged that I was two feet taller. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that he didn't really speak much English. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not at all not at all he knew the right words and mosa guapa <laughs> <laughs> no yeah oh god okay yeah. and when we asked him though once we found out the other guy was engaged when we asked about it he like actually pretended like he didn't know english at all or what we were saying <laughs> uh so okay last little final portion what have you been up to now? We'll go into like your travel, other travel stuff in a, in later episodes. But like since that trip, have you done more remote work traveling? Yes, um, a few. We went to Mexico, some other, went to Canada. I'm trying to think, Italy. Um, but most recently, my well our friend Courtney and I um went to South America for the last like six months um planned like a year in advance to work remotely from South America um and we're both software engineers she's like a web developer and I'm a like back-end engineer um and yeah made it work through work to go down there got it approved a lot ahead of time I had a last minute issue with work and ended up not being able to work. Um, So Courtney worked remotely the entire time. um, And I spent the days like planning (laughs) the trip because it was so much planning. We were moving like every single week. Um, But yeah, started down in Chile and did Argentina and Uruguay, um, Ecuador, Brazil, Colombia, um, Costa Rica and Panama. Oh, my God. Okay, we obviously have to cover that. Do you think you can cover it all in an episode or I think the some parts like the W track I'm really interested about. Yeah, yeah, we should highlight some part. Yeah. No, there Argentina was amazing. Bocas del Toro we loved, which I know you love too. That is such a great place. Uh the Galapagos was amazing. Oh my gosh, what a time. But yeah, being able to work or being able to like have a salary while 
traveling was awesome. Yeah. Cause my work paid me for like 45 days when it didn't work out. So I was still getting paid even though I wasn't working, which covered like that was 45 days and it covered my entire trip. South America is so cheap. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Wow. That yeah, didn't paid- touch my savings at all. It was awesome. That's literally perfect. That's such a game changer when you're working and traveling. Like yeah yeah and we were staying in hostels that like had wi-fi and we weren't totally doing like we were backpacking but we weren't doing the like broke backpacker yeah Yeah. I see what you mean yeah which I did a little bit at the end once Courtney left like sailing the sandblast islands and yeah that was way more like rough roughing it (laughs) it was awesome oh that's a whole nother trip yeah it's gonna be cool to cover okay and final story or final sorry not final story final question okay that I'm gonna include in every episode from here on out if what is the question again weird what is the question oh you asked me before it was um like what oh yeah what can you not travel without um it's been a little bit that I have to like think about it a couple things like um packing cubes so huge like I would not be able to yeah travel without my packing cubes and for beach places like a dry bag honestly that's key like yeah and like sailing through sandblast and like the Galapagos like just like knowing that your phone and passport's gonna be dry was so nice oh man I should have brought a dry bag to splash house I broke my phone in the first day um something that I can't travel without I think I'll I'm gonna add one in for every episode too okay is my nice earplugs that I sleep in in hostels which block out everything like they block out alarms in the morning and drunk people coming in at night and also my eye mask, which I love. Uh, yeah, true. Eye masks are great. Yeah. I sleep like yeah. a baby in dorms. It's great. Okay. Well, I guess that's all she wrote. All right. 